People say you, you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing, and it's totally true. And the reason is, uh, is because it's so hard that if you don't, any rational person would give up. It's really hard. And you have to do it over a sustained period of time. So if you don't love it, if you're not having fun doing it, and you don't really love it, uh, you're going to give up. And that's what happens to most people, actually. If you really look at, 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 at the ones that uh, ended up you know, being successful, unquote, in the eyes of society and the ones that didn't, oftentimes it, it's the ones that are successful loved what they did so they could persevere when, you know, when it got really tough. And, and the ones that, that didn't love it quit because they're sane. Right? Who would want to put up with this stuff if you don't love it? So it's a lot of hard work, and, and it's a lot of worrying constantly. And uh, um, if you don't love it, you're going to fail. So you got to love it. you got to have Alrighty. passion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, welcome to the Crazy Pills podcast. Today I have my good buddy Doug, and uh, we're going to talk about, uh, I guess, being a trainer, personal training, group training, just uh, being in charge of other people's fitness. So, like, how long have you been training? So, for me, it's been about, uh, let's see, as a career, nine years. And then before that, I was kind of helping out just friends. Okay, um, so when did you there. actually, like, first start? What do you mean friends? Like, friends. Uh, it was kind of, you know, once I started applying, like, fitness as far as not just sports, but in the uh -huh. gym, into my own lifestyle, um, I started seeing the changes and everything. And then from there, I had people come up and ask me, you know, what I was doing um, and if I could help them and kind of start okay, down okay. the right path. But uh, as far as like as a profession, professional, yeah. nine years? Nine years. Oh, shit, man. It's been a long time. Okay. <laughs> Putting age on me. I actually feel like I'm still really new, but I've been doing it for eight years now. Eight years. Okay. So I started in 2012. Yeah. Okay. And then, because um, I get this question a lot, right? So obviously, as you get older, I'm going to stay the same way. Yeah. You get older. <laughs> So basically your generation kind of fades away. You have like a new wave of um, younger trainers. Yeah. Right? What did you think when you started? What did you think was required to be a, uh, a good trainer? Like what was your mindset then? Because uh, some of it was, I'm sure some of it was accurate and a lot of it wasn't. Yeah, I think, I mean, when I, when I first started, it was a lot of um, how to be just very knowledgeable with like the books and following like routine of what you learn and everything. So like NASM. And yeah, the, okay. and it was very, I think the surface level um, yeah. as you train people. And then now you start kind of realizing you're, it's a lot of uh, adding in this like psychological elements, you know, what gets people going. Fucking with people's heads. Psychological element. What do you mean psychological? Uh, finding out, you know, like before I would preach a certain thing um, you know, this is the way to do it, yada, yada. But now it's more of, you know, what do you enjoy? What are you more likely to stay consistent with? Yeah. What do you find uh, just to keep yourself active yeah. to hit your goals? So, like, what, like, by the book is the best way? Oh, no. Is probably, more, more often than not, not the best way for people. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And I, I tell a lot of people I encounter, you know, that want to jump into the fitness world. They want to go and get their certification. Yeah. And the last thing I would say is follow exactly to the T what they tell you in the book. Yeah. Um, find what you like. Okay. And then, um, <clears throat> if you could go back, so, so it's, whether to tell yourself when you first started or a new trainer, uh, okay. what would you actually tell them probably is not as important as they think? And then like, why? And then what's actually more important? So the other end of that question. So what's yeah. not as important as they think? Um, that's a tough question. What's not as important, I think, is a lot of kind of following the strict guidelines. Kind of like what we just talked about, if you're okay. speaking about training. 
strict guidelines in like sets, reps, etc. cetera, uh, maybe a certain style. And then I think what I'm starting to learn more of is just the uh, consistency, routine, um, and a lot on adding in the like more dynamic type moves, more just overall athletic style, especially as you get older. Okay, what about, uh, um, I think this is, a, uh, this is one for people that are not very confident. Yeah. Um, how do you actually get, get to a point where like someone you're training, um, like there's a, not even, it's not even that they have confidence in you, because that, that fluctuates from day to day sometimes yeah. too, you know? Um, it's more like you're not worried about your confidence and you're focused on something else rather than like you have credibility with them or whether they trust you. Like, like, how, like what's, what do you feel like is that barrier? Like, in so in like, my confidence or? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like, there, I mean, there's your confidence and, yeah. and how, how much they trust you, right? And then there's the the person. So like for you, it's a camper, whatever. So Doug mostly does boot camp now, yep. right? Or actually exclusively. Yeah. So he started CG here in Orlando, Camp Gladiator. Um, if you don't want to do CrossFit, but you want to do boot camp <laughs> stuff, go check out Camp yeah, Gladiator. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, so, or you have like someone new, right? Like, and then what do you think is... How to get their confidence up? How to, how, no, no, develop. how do you... How do you basically break through that barrier where there's no longer any like feeling out like can I trust this person? It's more like okay, listen, let, let's actually start. Um, I think it's yeah. Out. I mean, fix your form and you know like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Rather than like whether they could trust you. So like if this is probably and I'm asking you this because yeah. you do it naturally. <laughs> Personal relationship. Where's your question yeah, going? Yeah, yeah, like like there's yeah, yeah. like it's 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 probably something more uh, that's uh, that newer trainers. Uh, worry about a lot more and then I'll actually throw this in here uh, yeah. people will probably think I'm sexist <laughs> oh well fuck <laughs> yeah. I notice this with a lot of female trainers too right a concern on their mind is that because they're they're a female uh, uh, guys won't listen to them that's a common one that I actually uh, notice with female trainers not all female trainers but there's definitely a significant percentage yeah so not not asking you to answer that one yeah but yeah i think overall it's um and i'm not sure if this is exactly answering your question but more of like you develop the relationship you develop um and that can be through multiple things of yeah. whether it's um pointing out specific like motivations hitting certain yeah. landmarks um honestly like getting to know them yeah. talking to them as a one-on-one just as a person not even in the <laughs> fitness realm um but then i think a lot of times once you can you have the ability to communicate to that person like what you're trying to communicate yeah um and kind of relate to what they i guess what makes sense in their head versus just like what makes sense in your head and then you can kind of like develop that into a i guess more confidence level if that makes sense at all i don't know i'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> okay how about this i'll tell you my thoughts yeah, yeah, on yeah. It and tell me what you think yeah yeah i'm trying so, to get an idea um, what you're asking i think like this isn't just training this is like every area of life right so if you're pretty good at something you'll be able to relate to this so in every area of life the standard in society for that area is actually very low once you know what you're doing okay, okay? so like the standard for what being fit is is really really low i mean i've had people like oh yeah. are you trained to be in the olympics 
I'm like, <laughs> that's like, that's, Whole mul- tier. that's like, mul- like magnitudes away, you know, like, like three magnitudes away. It's like, no, no, you're like, you're in really good shape. Like you could do it. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> There's nothing I can Sorry, do. Sorry, Kwong. <laughs> even close to that, right? So it's the same thing with being a trainer. And then really how much people in general know and then like how much, uh, how much you need to know to be able to help them. You don't okay. need to know that much. Like, no. and especially the more knowledgeable you get, the more experience you get, the more you actually realize how like you don't know shit. Yeah, right. Like, 100%. I like people think I don't. I don't know shit. Okay, and I know more than most. Most almost trainers. Everyone I come yeah. Across. No, not most trainers. Sure. Most people that I come across <laughs> where yeah. I can help them. Okay. So okay. there is a amount that you need to know to be able to help them. So you need to know how to um, like, uh, you need to know, for example, what you're looking for in the movement, right? So then like, if they do need to make corrections, you have a couple different cues that you could give them. There'll be a few that works, maybe some that don't. And then, you know, sometimes it might be a physical cue. Sometimes yeah. it might be a, um, an audio. Uh, you know, you guys don't do Verbal. this in boot camp, you don't have time. <clears throat> but uh, sometimes I'll actually be able to record it and then show them so when they see themselves then like we can actually like then they'll actually get it and they'll click in okay but you don't actually need to know that much you just need to know more than them beyond that uh you're just not gonna your style and your personality and just whatever the hell you're putting out it's not gonna match everyone yeah right it can match a lot of people but there are there are gonna be people that are just easy and there's gonna be people where you know, to you, it just seems like it's, it's a challenge coaching them or, or at the very least, it's not nearly as easy as the other person. Okay. Yeah. And then from there, you kind of evaluate, okay, what can I do better? You know, what can I, um, how do I, you know, work on certain aspects where like I can maybe like do a better job, but at a certain point, it's just not a fit, you know? So you need a baseline amount of ability. It's way lower than what new trainers think. Yeah. And then from 100%. there, it's really just being yourself and like showing your personality and then when you do that most people you'll actually be able to train them some people you'll click in with them really really well and there's always going to be that small percentage where it just doesn't really click right and then like maybe yeah maybe like to you you're like like this person's like coachable <laughs> and you watch someone else and they, they just like open up they listen to that person and they just follow them all the time right yeah. like again very very uncommon but but that's that's my experience of it so like yeah. so to really be able to help them be able to help them it's in my opinion the more you can just be yourself and have your personality come through in your coaching uh the more effective it's going to be because when when you can just be yourself right like you don't have to have confidence to be yourself because that's just being you whereas like when you're um this is really common for newer trainers too they'll they'll have like this model in their head of what a trainer is supposed to be, right? So the one that, now I'll ask you, the one that um, I probably will roll my eyes at the most is the model where people feel like they have to uh, motivate. So they yeah. have to get in people's face, uh, you know, bring a lot of high energy to hype this person up. And then uh, and then being a good trainer equals like making the workout hard. No, <laughs> like, like, and like that was when I was yeah, younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Like yeah. it's it's not. It's, you don't have to kill them every time. It's very easy to make the workout hard for someone, yeah. right? To, to have them feel like they're destroyed, or to like to, for them to sweat nonstop, for them to feel like they're hitting muscle failure. Like that, that's very easy. And then like getting in their face and motivating and bring high energy all the time. Some people it's natural for them, right? Other people, that's not their thing. Like if you, if that's not, 
how you express the best, you could try to go that route. It's just going to be a lot of effort all the time. And the person uh, being trained or coach receiving it feel like it's not authentic. No, I can, as well. I can definitely relate to that. Like I've seen other trainers come on board and, uh, you know, they have that idea like, yeah. Oh, I got to kill them. Um, I've got to be super peppy, energetic, everything. Yeah. But then you start noticing as soon as whatever crowd, and I'm talking this way, like group setting, if the crowd's not responding to them and their hype and everything, all of a sudden their confidence and everything you can tell like is not there. Their personality is yeah. not there. They're so, not. So just for, for you personal, yeah. personally, is there like a pet peeve you have? Like a, something that trainers that you notice do, not, not naming anybody, that <clears throat> irks you a little bit or um, frustrates you? Yeah, or? I mean, not like nothing bad, but it kind of gets on me when not it gets on me, but when uh, trainers have this like idea and kind of similar to what you're talking yeah. about, if like, hey, I'm motivating, I'm pushing you, and they're not, you know, responding back in this high energy sense. And they're like, oh, they must be here, they must not be enjoying it. Yeah. But, and then they let that kind of get on their nerves or they end up blending yeah. that, where it's oh, just yeah, like, okay. you have to be accepting okay. of. Yeah, so what you're talking about is like, they're basically imposing uh, what they want on other people, on the person. Whereas yeah. like, really to do it, I feel like to do it at the, the highest level, you get a sense of like what it is a person you're training really wants, yep. right? Sometimes they're there to just really, really push it. They're feeling it. Sometimes they're there just to actually be social and then the working out is like secondary to that. Yeah. Sometimes they just want to actually just move lightly and then that's it. Um, Everyone's a little different. They don't really feel like pushing. And uh, you know, someone, I guess every person has one they generally like the most, but even then like, you know, especially uh, uh, women and then guys that are a little bit older, right? That's not, they don't have the same goal every day yeah. when they go in there, right? And uh, you just gotta, you just gotta get a feel for it. And then uh, it's like someday when I feel like, and, you know, I don't know if you know this, like when I get a sense like, okay, She's uh, she's just not really feeling it today. Okay, she she barely made it over. Uh, I don't know what's over there. I, like, how do I <clears throat> still help her get what she wants um, without being like scared to interact with her, right? So like, it's like, how do I? Basically, it's like getting a feel for like, how can I still kind of push and encourage and like, uh, or even yeah. even help her connect to why she's here, the enjoyable part. Um, but not, not push when it's inappropriate or like, uh, uh, not where she's at and then turn her off. And then basically she shuts down. Yeah. And it's, I think you nailed on that there. Yeah, yeah. You just, each person's different. And yeah, if you talk to someone, you're getting that yeah. feeling, you're not going to get up in their face and yeah, you're probably going to reward them for yeah actually just showing up and getting moving. I and mean, that's a big part of it. Yeah. And hardest my, part. Yeah. And my experience too, is like, yeah. if that's your goal is to actually really help this person get what they're there for, even if you mess up. They don't yeah. hold it against you. You know, you can apologize. You back off a little bit. You know, like it's not that big of a deal. Um, yeah. Whereas I've seen it where, <clears throat> you know, Coach A uh, takes the hardcore route. Like basically, like oh, like what are you here for? Like basically, you have to be going a little like tough, killing yourself for. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the yeah. the person that's being trained just gets completely turned off and then doesn't want to go to his or her class again. And then yeah. um, and just literally just shut down for 
ever where at least for like a long time i've seen that a lot yeah and i would definitely say when i was younger i kind of had definitely the more mentality of like oh people are gonna come out i'm gonna kill them i'm gonna kick their butt <laughs> um like they're gonna leave getting a kick butt workout and yes you can deliver that but you can also yeah. deliver it to a group where some people are there to work out some people are there just to get moving um yeah. and to be active and some people are there just to keep their mind off like whatever happened throughout the day and yeah. you know burn off some stress yeah, I've never difference. had that training, but mine yeah. was, um, so the, the, when I first started coaching and, and it actually didn't, it, it came pretty easy for me as far as like, cause like my way of coaching was whatever I was coaching, I would basically evaluate how I learned the movement, how it feels for me. And then just kind of like verbalize it and, and, and explain it to them that way. So like. It worked actually pretty well even when I started out, but my focus or obsession was on them doing it right. Yeah. Okay. And um, it took a while, probably like two years to really get like, sometimes they only want to do it right to a certain degree. Yeah. It's just like if you have someone do a <laughs> diet, right? Feed. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the Whatever the perfect diet is, yeah. if like, if there's no cheat days, there's no leeway where you have to do a perfect day after day every single meal over and over and over again they're going to burn out and and it's like it's the long-term success isn't actually going to be as it's not going to be it's actually not going to be as successful as you give them a little wiggle room and then you adjust a little bit and yeah. it's almost like if they do it 80 percent, they relate to it as a win as opposed to like hey they fucked up 20 percent. yeah you're always wrong right? and like that's a big thing right. for me is um getting like you don't have to always go for a pr um you don't always have to like have the perfect form and like correct and then figure it out that day and like we'd be working on it and like giving people the leeway to um <laughs> to, do especially, to do their shitty form well especially <laughs> in like a, a group yeah. setting yeah. i mean can you imagine like how just demoralizing that is if yeah. there's a coach teaching 10 people yeah. and he spends 80 percent of the time with you being like yeah. no like yeah. To do this, tuck your hips a little more. Yeah. You're like, why are you singling me out? Yeah, and then there's, there's also a mountain, right? So like, obviously, you know, anyone knows me, like, you know, pretty, I'm a nerd, so I like, I get analytical, and then I can, <clears throat> if like most people want this, I could talk about this much, right? And so it's actually yeah. gonna feel like tone it down. So it's like, how do I simplify it to just some of the key stuff, and then even then, kind of getting a feel for like what the class and then what the um, individual actually needs that needs that day so like usually when i uh, talk to new coaches right i'll tell them there's uh two components to coaching okay so one is your ability to actually um technically help them so that that also comes down to you know being able to <clears throat> match them emotionally and 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 kind of meet them where at and then kind of just help them to the next level right there's that part but the second one uh is your ability to command the room or to command the group yeah. Okay. So like, and this is actually where I learned a lot in CG, right? And then I think you guys probably got it from Allie, uh, the lady that started CG. So when I'm coaching a class, right, and I'm going through a warm up. Okay, we're gonna do ten toe touches, right? As the first person is finishing the toe touch, right, you're already almost kind of giving the next cue. Yeah, yeah. Figuratively, uh, not figuratively. Oh. Like, what is that? Like you almost get, you're already given the next cue. Yeah. So that they already, the first group, first person doesn't actually have nothing to do. Yeah. They're already kind of moving on to the next thing. So you're kind of guiding and then it, it, it allows you to kind of like grasp like the whole group and then kind of like move them together. So it feels like 
everything is one fluid everything fashion. is organized and controlled um and it's not going at too fast of a pace but like there's also like like you don't actually lose control of them right so like like yeah. losing control then would be okay so the person being like hey five of them are done have? right five yeah. of them are done yeah out of ten and then they they're just waiting around and then they start chatting or they walk away to do the stuff and then once you kind of lose control of them it's actually just more challenging it just takes more effort and like friction to ring them back in yeah and uh and then also it's like it, children it doesn't feel like that's <laughs> as smooth as far as like their experience right so like um or like if you're giving them instructions right it's it's like even getting a feel for like how much instruction to give right so if you're explaining the whole workout right like um you know like which ones you actually want to focus on and then which ones you kind of like just guide them as they're doing it and figure it out so like a lot of it is like getting a feel for that and it's not it's not the same every time uh, uh you, there's definitely stuff that works uh like better um <clears throat> like for for example uh you have one off the top of your head you can think of like, just like no no just uh um, <gasps> as far as as far as like almost like a I won't say a technique, but just like a way that that you make sure like people are organized. Like, yeah, so that they I mean, know the next. So I know like one. There's a million like, different things. Yeah, like I know like one. Um, Counting uh, down. Yeah, like as they're finishing the warm up, right? Like I have them go and grab a barbell. Hey, as soon as you're done, like go grab a barbell and then set it down over here. Or, or and then like and then uh, in like in a minute we're gonna meet by the whiteboard to go over the workout. So like you, you're yeah. almost like. You talk it out, and, and they then, at least know. Yeah. So while you still have control over them, or like, like basically that you're still guiding them through it, you can already set up the next thing. There's an expectation, and then it just it's a lot easier. Yeah. I was as soon so, as they finish the warm up, I'll just tell them, "Hey, you got 60 seconds." Because some people are coming in, you know, different times from like yeah. a lap or something. Yeah. And as soon as you get in, like you got 60 seconds, stretch out anything else you need to stretch out, and then I'll give them like just in case people are just like, "Oh, I don't know what to stretch out," and you're like, "All yeah. right, here's." three or four different stretches, yeah. dynamic moves you can jump into. And what, that about, way they're not waiting. what about people that are interrupting your class? Interrupting, I yeah. do that. What do you do? I go, everyone clap twice, <laughs> clap three times. And a lot of people, okay, okay. as soon as you get that physical yeah. um, kind of command and they have a hard time talking yeah. and, you know, talking and doing <laughs> things at the same time, so, multitasking, So rub your for, stomach, pat your head. Yeah, so for mine, yeah. um, uh, in class if someone's like talking or distracted right and, and it's uh i could actually even like kind of walk over like put my hand on their back <laughs> as i keep talking making me nervous now. yeah or uh it's like two people talking now i kind of like scoot my way in between them yeah. as, I, as i'm talking but it's, it's more like a, like purposely doing it to be funny it's like yeah funny i mean you yeah but like, i think you want to make wanna, the class fun yeah yeah you never want to so like you you never get mad at someone yeah um, reprimand and ruin the mood yeah, you and the never vibe. reprimand you so and then like yeah like you never call someone out to belittle them yeah. or basically put them on the spot where 100%. uh they feel bad or people laugh at them uh you can even like when someone's like interrupting right and like let's just say like like i walk over in between them i talk right i'm still doing it in a way where like they're actually more focused on how ridiculous it is like what i'm doing rather than <laughs> than like what um takes yeah yeah the people that are talking and i actually don't find it offensive. plus if they can laugh yeah. about it afterwards yeah. then doesn't yeah and then like the, the they, key is like they like, get you, the point the key is like you're not like offended then you're pretending you're not like yeah. i like i don't actually get offended like so i don't know i don't know why like if someone's late for class uh 
someone's like talking or just sort of, you know, we're not really paying attention, it never actually bothers me, right? Yeah. But like, it just occurs like, okay, like, there's almost like a di disruption in the flow, and then it's like, how do I get back into almost it? Almost like herd the sheep to make it flow better. Yeah. And as, as long as you're not actually like upset about it, and um, I think when you are yeah. upset about it, they can tell. And that's huh? not what you want. I would say if, if people yeah. get upset, yeah, I've even seen if you're uh, upset and you like you could you do a good job of faking yeah. it, it. It's just not the same. I would say yeah. definitely when I started, if someone was talking in the back, or if someone came to class late, I would be frustrated. Yeah, and I could immediately tell like, okay, well, hopefully no one could tell, but I could yeah. feel it. I could oh, feel really? it, and I, okay, I would yeah. feel like thrown yeah. off. Yeah, now it doesn't bother me anymore. And I'm just like, it is what yeah. it is. Well, um, yeah, well, well like so. It. So I want you to know this. So yeah. I think this is what you're doing now. So does it just not bother you? Or it bothers you, but you actually just notice that it bothers you, and then so you can actually just acknowledge it really quick, and then it it kind of like a brief second. Yeah. yeah, it's a brief yeah. second, and yeah, and that's know, actually a better way to describe it. It's not that it doesn't bother me, or like even though a lot of it doesn't even seem like it, but it's yeah. more like okay, it bothers me. I'm acknowledging that it bothers me, and like as soon as you just Straight kind of acknowledge that it's there then you could just shift your attention to something else. Yeah. And your attention is actually not on resisting something yeah. else. Yeah, 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 for sure. Let's do it. What was I going to say? What about when you're coaching and you feel like you have, you don't feel like coaching? The hard, right. I, okay. I think so for first me, of all, do you know any trainer that's on all the time? I'm no. sure there's some. Oh, oh, on all the time? On all the time. Like every single time, like you're excited to train and whatever. You know, I very uncommon. I think, yeah, I was gonna say. I think it's, it takes a very special person yeah. to be that way. Yeah, um, we're all human beings. We go through our ups and downs. Yeah. So, but, whoever like posts on Instagram and, and social media, like, yeah, I, I love know. training. You know, like I love it every day. Whatever. Fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. But like, I think I, I don't. I don't pull think. an all nighter and then yeah. with good yeah, training. Like you're you telling me you want to feel great all the time. Sleep or you didn't have you didn't just have a, a shitload of Mexican food and yeah. feel sluggish. <laughs> You know, you got great sleep. Like you, you had coffee every time. You didn't somehow miss out on your coffee. Like you're just on all the time. Like bullshit. So no way. when you're not feeling it, what do you think is the best way to go about it? For for me, it's uh, I don't know. I feed off other people's energy, just yeah. as my personality. And so if I get out there and I start making those like personal, just quick connections with people that are already out there, I forget kind of everything else, mm -hmm. and the energy just builds upon itself. Okay, so you're um, you're more socializing. Yeah, okay. so more so a little bit more on the social side, okay. and then I get that like I, yeah, I just start getting a little bit more peppy, a little more positive. Yeah. Everything starts flowing. Yeah. So, my personality so like, feels better. So then basically by like five or ten minutes in, yeah, you're just in the flow, right? Yeah. Okay, so my version, my version of doing that, so uh, is, I would, I would say probably. <clears throat> Eight out of ten times for the five thirty a.m. class when I coach it, I don't feel like coach it. There's no momentum. I just woke up a little bit, like you know, like, yeah. Like so, like rather than just try to bring high energy, so because I'm not there to try to do that, it just feels like a lot of don't effort. Don't fake it, it. It feels like fake, right? Yeah. I literally just coach from exactly where, like, where I'm at. So like, it's like, man, I feel a little tired. Okay, so guys, let's come over here. Whatever, like. Right, I'm not even pretending like my energy is different than where it's at. And then yeah. once I actually just coach from there, automatically I start getting more momentum. And it usually within like two or three minutes, it just feels like um, like I'm good. Yeah. Right. Like I don't. I can't even think of the last time where I just felt low energy the whole class. Yeah. Um, you feed off people. I think I read. Uh, not read, but a guy who does 
public speaking, uh, was talking about getting energy before he goes yeah. up on stage. And yeah. he's like, sometimes he has like the worst, absolute yeah. worst days, yeah. doesn't want to get on stage. And he has this challenge he challenges himself to. And it's to uh, run around like the lobby, the bathroom or whatever. Oh, okay. And high five, give himself high, okay. high five, yeah. five people and tell them like yeah. they're awesome. Even though it seems corny. Yeah. Where he's like, by the time you end up high fiving five people, this is pre corona. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pre, pre corona. Okay. He's like, you feel a little more yeah. pepped up. Okay. Uh, yeah. So like, I, like, I, I couldn't even like. No. I don't even like. I don't even feel like wanting to do that. It's just like, oh my god. That's the dread. Just want to go home and go to bed. So then. Yeah. Okay. Here I am. I saw. I actually coach from there. Not like, you know. But it's not like I'm like trying to dump my low energy on other people. It just, I'm, I'm just. This is where I'm at right now. So like, if there's one thing I can do. It's just to be as like authentic and real to where I'm at right now, yeah, and to coach from there, right? Because like if I try to resist it, and I tried it before, it's like oh well, well I think whatever, doing all this stuff like it Fell actually off. took longer. Whereas like if I do that, it just it, it's it's very very quick for me. Makes so sense. I just like to coach from where I'm at. Okay, we'll end with this. Da da da. What is your favorite part about coaching? Your least favorite part about coaching? And yeah, that's then, tough. Uh, <clears throat> if you had to give one advice, and I think I already kind of did it, to a new trainer. Yeah, we kind of went One piece that. of advice. But like, if you had to hone, like, condense it down to one, like, well, one or two sentences. I think... Uh, favorite part. Favorite part about coaching <laughs> is the people and the relationships you make. And just, well, it's big, but um, getting to see people, like, experience the change that maybe, like, I've experienced in the past yeah um so that's awesome like when people post like their milestones they hit and accomplishments and goals and yeah. i feel like that's where you, like gives you the butterflies of why you okay. started coaching so i love that aspect yeah. and let's say not least favorite part probably the most frustrating part frustrating part is yeah. i think when you have someone that you want to connect with but that there's the challenge mm -hmm. uh, and there's a, a certain point where you know you don't want to give up on them yeah. but at the same time like it's just not sometimes the best fit okay so they're and like they're not they, they literally just don't want to be there like when there's no yeah they just when, don't want to listen to you like they don't even they want don't. to help themselves and you're yeah okay. exactly and you're trying to okay. you're trying to connect and you're trying to get them to see yeah. like what you see and you try to get them to see the potential that they could accomplish yeah uh, it's just not happening. Just don't yeah. sign them up in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> don't let them in. Yeah. Oh, too funny. I mean, that, that's what that, that's what actually what I you know. Yeah. Purposely, like it, it's um, funny enough. Like, like you know, like I you read all these books on sales and like how to go about it and stuff. And like I mean, for me now, it's just like you just present what you're about. And obviously, there's still like self self reflection on like did you actually communicate clearly did you answer their question like were you talking more about what you want Connect on a deeper about level. what they want yeah. whatever right and it just like from there it just it's either a match or it's not like why even like force it when it's not a match yeah you know yeah, and, yeah. But, okay so when they don't want to be there whether when you care more about their success than they, than do. they do yeah okay I mean, that's that's a good way to okay, put okay. it and yeah. then what about um uh Advice I'd give to advice, condensed advice for a new trainer. New trainer, yeah. Man, I think if I could go back, I mean, always. I think you should be training because you love it and you have the passion for it. Um, if you have the passion for it, like you're always trying to become better, and you know, How do you you're know just if you curious. Have the passion for it? Uh, I don't know. For me, I, I, I when I talk to other trainers, I mean, I could spend hours watching 
YouTube videos or Instagram, like fitness videos, um, whether educational, motivational, whatever it is. And that really just, I don't know, I can just do it and it's fun and go through it. So maybe the passion on that side and then the passion also of uh, just being out there on the field and with people, but not dreading it. Like some people, some people just aren't happy training. Like they come out and they're all, all they talk about their training is, man, I hated this client that did this and I hated this. I'm like, why are you doing it then? Yeah. Um, you, I, I don't know if you've met trainers like that where it's just, I'm like, man, you're like negative energy. <laughs> this isn't. <laughs> okay, 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 yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I would say uh, giving advice is like, make sure you're passionate about it. And then okay. just uh, kind of the same thing, being yourself and um, letting yourself be confident and to connect with people. Let people know you, not this image of what you think you should be or what you have to be or what okay. the fitness world yeah, says. Yeah. 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 Whatever the. The model you the think it should be trend or something like personality yeah. like yeah just, just do your own personality. like i'm not gonna watch a peanut i mean not peanut x but a video where you know yeah. someone's all peppy and everything and yeah. everyone's saying oh it's the new thing and then i'm not gonna get out there and be like yeah, yeah. peppy peppy and i can't see you being cheerleader <laughs> coach yes um well like definitely not um peppy but like pointing out Pointing out, like, and I'll, show, I'll, I'll answer the question too. So, yeah, uh, most rewarding part of training is actually like being, like being there when a person, like, like, like when a person really gets like their worldview or their perception of fitness, what they're capable of, where they place their value system, like just, just how their body, fitness, movement, them is different from say three months ago when they first started and yeah. actually like note like really recognizing like it's like it's completely different and i'm not saying that's impossible for them to go back but even if yeah. they go back they would have had this experience now where they know like they know what it could be there's something different yeah. like, so like and then like because, and that's really really rewarding for me because from there right like like the trajectory of their life is different and then like who knows who they come in contact with Everything. so like a lot of it's like the big picture stuff for me it's just it's just like noticing that there's a, a shift in trajectory so that's cool. that's like the most fulfilling part the most frustrating part um is actually also the part that feels a hunger to really really want to help people it's like like knowing that whatever is getting in their way is actually so simple yeah like like whatever you feel like you're struggling with it's actually so simple you know and like like it, and it doesn't have to be this hard it doesn't it doesn't have to be like such a struggle but they just it just hasn't connected for them yet that it could be uh, effortless and easy reasons excuses you know? whatever it is yeah yeah and just like take a step yeah and like whether it's like something like diet it's mindset it's a um a certain movement or like workout you know because i've been there before so like i i know what it's like when i couldn't do it and i know kind of like what it, what i went through to get it and then when i got it and then so like helping other people get that it's like the, the frustrating part is like when they it's literally a block yeah that they think it's something else and that's actually them. They're like, they're getting in their own way over and over. It's every time Even like, if you can see it, it's yeah, getting yeah, them yeah. to see so, it. And it's, and it's like, it's like, so I almost wish like we could just like hide behind and connect <laughs> and they could just like- See it from my get eyes. It. Not even like acknowledge, just like get it. Cause like once you're, once you get it, right? It's like the, uh, like for example, like you take Elon Musk, you put him in like a homeless person's body and that person will end up being really, really rich really quick and start a business and stuff. 
right? Just because like it's like there's already a um, mentality. There, like there's already a way of being that's available to that person. Where like once you get it, you'll no matter the circumstance, you'll figure it out. Yeah, you know, and like yeah, when, yeah. and it's, it's like when they're going through that, it's like and you and you can't just tell them. You can't just tell them. I mean, you can, but like you tell them, they're not going to get it, right? It's like they almost have to go through the process of figuring that out. Um, uh, kind of like uh, when I was 20, uh, 25, I bought a brand new M3. I ended up paying like 85 grand for it. <clears throat> All the shit on it, right? I had to do that and get it out of my system to actually get like the vehicle I drive doesn't matter as much that much to me. Yeah. Right? But like if I didn't do it, I would still be wondering like, you know, now I'll probably should I get a brand new car. car. Should I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But once I did it and then like, you know, I had the car for a year and then I sold it. Once I got out of my system, like once I like okay, like you know, not a big deal. It's not that big of a deal. But I remember when I first got a car, right? My dad came and visited me, he got in the car. I'm like, I thought he would be like it's like, oh, good for you. You bought this car. He literally <laughs> drove it. He goes, why do you need a car like this? I'm like, what the fuck? Don't you think it's Not awesome? Not what I was expecting. Like, Don't yeah. you think it's awesome? He's like, yeah, it's like a cool car. But like, you're 25. Worth why it. do you need a car like this? And it was just like, I didn't get why he made that comment. Yeah. Right? Whereas like, now I guess like, what the fuck? Why the fuck did I need a car like that? But I had to actually go through the experience, right? But almost kind of like probably how my dad viewed me. It's like. Oh, I just wish you could get. You don't need a car like this. Yeah, I had to go through the experience to get it, and like, it's frustrating to know that, uh, say, person A, who is struggling with uh, how she relates to body fat, and then like, no, no, not her body fat, her weight. Okay, it's like I'm gaining weight. How do you feel like you look? Well, I look better. How do you fit in your clothes? I fits better. <laughs> wow. But like, but like I'm, I'm, I'm like eight pounds heavier. I'm like, yeah, Muscle. you never like lift your waist when you started. Look, look at you now. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but like the the, the, the emotional connection there. So there's almost Between like an understanding, and then like, but and it's like it's like I just wish they could get it faster. Yeah, you know, but like it just it takes you know people however long. Right to timing. Figure it out. Yeah, right timing. In life. Yeah, and then if I had to um, give a uh, word of advice to a new trainer, um, just don't worry so much about getting the um, getting some kind of like high paying job. Especially because it's almost like a server at a restaurant. There's so many people that want to be trainers, right? Like, if you really want to work on your training experience, no amount of studying or reading is going to substitute for experience, yeah. live training people. And to actually get that experience, to get the, the amount you want <clears throat> without having to fuck up a lot, like, like the best way is to basically go like offer to do it for free for certain gyms. Not for it indefinitely, but just... And then relate to it more like you're soaking the experience. So you're exactly actually getting the practice. <laughs> yeah, you're getting the practice. Yeah. You're getting to like figure out what works and what doesn't. You could get to observe other people, but then like you're you're observing them as a trainer too. And then like and then once you start, you'll actually w waste a lot less time and then uh save yourself a lot of like frustration. You know, just like probably once a month now, I'll get like some someone come up coming to me like email or something it's like hey they want to train and and uh, sometimes they have no experience but they just graduated have this degree you know you, you know the uh the resume where it's like oh, the resume is like so you worked at a restaurant you do this then you have a degree in exercise science okay and then you're working on your master's or whatever and then like you want me to hire you yeah <laughs> that's not you know what i mean like 
what can you what can you like actually like offer and, and yeah. value for someone to also give you the experience to actually train other people right personality so, connecting hey, with people yeah so like, hey you know everything. this is Dave's brand new uh, college and he's like learning to be a trainer you know like so he's gonna learn observe and also like teach what he knows like you know they're gonna know that you don't know shit or like <laughs> you might have uh, like book smarts info, info like in your head yeah. But then, like, you don't have, you don't know shit about, like, like actual, like, experience training. Yeah. You know, like, to, and to bridge that, you just gotta, just gotta actually do it. 